KGMI Entertainment News. It's been one of our top stories all morning. Pioneering TV writer and producer Norman Lear has passed away at the age of 101. CBS's Tom Fody said Lear often took on everyday issues. Among Norman Lear's many accomplishments was getting an Oscar nomination for writing Divorce American Style and founding the civil liberties group People for the American Way. But mostly he'll be remembered for the groundbreaking TV sitcoms he created in the 1970s. All in the Family, a show where father did not always know best. You are a meathead. <laughs> a meathead, dead from the neck up. Where we're moving on up, to the The Jeffersons, Good Times, Sanford and Son all explored racial themes, while One Day at a Time looked at divorce. Living without a man is no easy adjustment. Norman Lear held up a mirror to American society and made us think and laugh. Tom Fody, CBS News. Couldn't have said it better myself. It really was, he really was a pioneer of making audiences back in the 70s think, but also take the fun in it as well. It's it's difficult, though, I think, for younger audiences to really understand the true scope of what this man did in the TV industry. So I'll, I'll let you just get right to it. He really was a pioneer in, in every sense of the word. Well, if you ever take an intro to mass communications class in college, you will learn about Norman Lear because he is an icon, icon a television icon. Also an iconoclast. He really did change television in this country for the better, in my opinion. You know, his shows, especially all in the family, dealt with any issues of race, uh, sexual orientation, gender, white privilege and class and things like that. And Archie Bunker, for example, was always the butt of the joke. So Archie Bunker is sort of a delightful bigot of sorts. You know, he taught us that we can joke about racism and things like that as long as the racist or the bigots are kind of the butt of the joke. You know, and it works really well that way. Always very lighthearted. The humor is very broad. So I think in this day and age, we can learn a lot from Norman Lear and his shows about how to talk about these types of issues like race and inequality and equity and things like that. Because it seems like it's becoming increasingly difficult to do in this day and age, isn't it? It certainly is. And those difficult topics were also were almost taboo in that period of time. It wasn't discussed even socially, never mind on TV. And he really did break those barriers, race as well. Also dealing with really sensitive uh, medical issues as well, going with abortion, sexual assault and things of that nature. Again, bringing that to television, almost unheard of at that point. It's also worth noting that Norman Lear did serve in the Air Force during World War II. So Thank him for his service. Um, yeah, R.I.P. Norman Lear. What a great man. Absolutely. And turning to other legends of the modern era, time has named its person of the year. Unfortunately, not Norman Lear, though I would have loved to have seen him on the shortlist. CBS's Deborah Rodriguez takes the wraps off. Taylor Swift, who's been showered with love from fans around the world, is Time's 2023 Person of the Year. Time's editor-in-chief Sam Jacobs tells NBC's Today Show. In a year when the world is divided, there's a lot of light and a lot of darkness. We picked someone who represents joy, someone who's bringing light to the world. Swift's Eras Tour has brought three-and-a-half-hour shows to cities across North America, Argentina, and Brazil, and it's not over yet. The movie version has broken box office records. 
Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. So for the older audience, Taylor Swift is, I'm not going to go into that, never mind. Taylor Swift has every right to be person of the year this year. She has stimulated so many area economies from her, from from what she's done so far with a, I think she's almost at the 20 year mark of her career, which is absolutely insane to think about. But yeah, I think this deserves, she absolutely deserves the recognition and the flowers, if you will, this year. I'm not a Swifty myself, but uh, I wouldn't call her an iconoclast like Norman Lear, but she's definitely a disruptor of the industry. One of the interesting things about her is she was willing to re-record her entire catalog to take back the rights for that music. So the music industry or, or uh, record companies own the rights to her recorded music, but artists still own the, the rights to the songs themselves. So she's to, to turn this, uh, uh, she's flipped over the music industry in a way where artists can now reclaim the rights to that music and make money off of it by just re-recording it. Who'd have thought? Pretty interesting stuff. Absolutely. And if you haven't listened to her albums at, at any point, go take a listen to the newer recorded stuff. It might change you for uh, to the Swifty side for the better or for the worse. We're not going to judge. Taking a look at sports next.